0: Avast me, hearties, and come and look upon the Backlog Treasure Hunters treasure trove. Ordinarily, this is a podcast where we play through games in our backlog that we haven't played before, but this time uh, we're trying out a little bit of a different formula, and we're going to recommend some games that Jordan and I both already know are treasure. So uh, I just spoiled uh, who is hosting with me, but I am uh, your host and um, Final Fantasy fan Kevin Savage. Hosting with me is my fellow video game and Final Fantasy enthusiast Jordan JT Manning. How are you doing? Hey Kevin, what's going on? Oh, um, I'm good. Uh, just got back from a uh, a nice walk uh, with the dog, my wife, and our baby. It was nice, just nice fresh uh, How about you? Oh, uh, pretty
1: okay. Been working a whole bunch, so I'm I'm very tired. But um, to bounce off of what you were saying about our episodes, yeah, we're trying a little bit of a freeform programming where it's a little shorter than our normal episodes. But I think the idea is we're going to talk about stuff that we've already played that we think should still be in people's backlogs. Um, And I think a, a pretty cool one would be the Final
0: Fantasy games, namely the 2D ones, if I'm correct, right? Absolutely. So that was what I pitched to you was we're just we're going to aim for short, uh, somewhere around half an hour just to talk through uh, what you and I both would recommend to people as the first Final Fantasy game that they pick up if they're unfamiliar with the series, or um, if they should go back and take a peek. But uh, for the audience's benefit, uh, the first six Final Fantasy games uh, came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System and Super NES originally. So they have like two D sprites, and um, there's just something really charming about them. They they just they they fit really nicely into the console catalogs. And I don't know if you've heard about this, JT, but um, Square Enix are releasing completely remastered, repixelled uh, celebrations of the first six Final Fantasy games for Steam and uh, mobile.
1: Oh yeah. I absolutely knew that. In fact, I was going to plug that, because they came out yesterday.
0: Did they? Oh, they cool. Did. I, all six I of was it. reading about it. Yeah, so I, I only just, like, I, I was looking up um, how people could play any of these games. So that's the perfect way to do it. If you own a computer, or you own a uh, phone or tablet in the 21st century, then you could play any of the uh, 2D Final Fantasy games, which are all... Uh, the first three are interesting, the uh, second three are all extraordinary so uh i would highly recommend if you haven't played them they're all they're all worth poking around in but certainly um uh, i'm very i'm very interested to hear what final fantasy you think somebody should start off with but all of these are available Uh, as as of like july 2021 these are all fresh hot and um uh ready to eat
1: Yeah, from my research, I would tell everyone who's going to pick up any of the Pixel remasters that the font sucks. It is from the mobile uh, iterations of the games, and those were a little rough. I've played um, Mobile 4, 5, and 6. 5 and 6, I just didn't... Like, after playing pretty much all of 4, 5 and 6 just still didn't feel good. I thought it was going to change enough, but... The way they did the spriting, um, the font is just ugly. And in this Pixel Remaster, they did a really good job, um, like, repixelizing everything again so that it looks like the old games and it has that fresh feeling. But they keep the font from the mobile stuff, and it's pretty bad. So there is a fix. I don't know where I found it on the internet, but all you have to, if you're going to buy a Pixel Remaster, just look up changing the font file... Um, and you'll be able to find it. Just a little PSA. Yeah, let's get Mm. into it, Kev. Uh,
0: Before we dive into the um, games that we would recommend, what do you think are the important things to consider about uh, entering the uh, Final Fantasy series? It's
1: funny. I would imagine everyone I've ever met to have at least touched or heard of a Final Fantasy in some way. But Mm -hmm. as... Currently an educator in game design dealing with many, many, many children aged 13 and under. They have no idea what Final Fantasy is. Not even going to lie. Interesting. Yeah, I've referenced it at least, I don't know, a dozen times in the last couple months that I've been um, educating. And almost none of them know any of the characters. You could show any one sprite other than like cloud and Mm -hmm. they have no idea who it is so i think this is going to be a pretty cool um like introduction into the new generations uh world because these games are phenomenal and they should be something that you've played before so in terms of my criteria um they're all fantasy role-playing games so like they need to have really cool, interesting fantasy tropes, which all root themselves in mythology. Uh-huh. Uh, they need to have very clean, solid game mechanics that do something interesting. And and I think I'll play a little bit more on that when we get to my choice and why I didn't choose certain things. And uh, lastly, they need to have this kind of aspect of world fantasy that grips you like it makes you feel like you are in the world that they present to you um because like the immersion for these games is really what gripped me when i was younger like the fact that you actually get to feel like you are in this world um even being like a flat 2d game it's very important
0: it's it's amazing how lifelike they still feel even now Yeah. uh, so uh, I when I was considering uh, the criteria I was thinking if somebody's entering the whole Final Fantasy universe for the first time uh, I would instinctively recommend ones that kind of catch you up with a lot of the tropes the kind of classic Final Fantasy tropes that are ever present things like Chocobos things like Moogles the iconic black and white mages stuff that uh, like once you've played uh, sort of one of these entry games, then the other ones kind of open up in a little bit of a more fun way so that you can get in on the jokes sooner so that you kind of yeah. get into this series and like uh, have a, a, a fun little perspective on um, what everybody else really loves about this stuff. So that, that was a, uh, a lot of my pick was kind of based around that and catching somebody up. That's never really interacted with these games before. Yeah, it's
1: kind of like a hipster aspect almost, right? Where you want the entire lore, but you want to go to the game that is the most modern that gives you the most of that lore. Like, you don't necessarily want to play the first game if it doesn't give you all the jokes or all the, like, attachments that people have for the series. Mm -hmm. Um, Right, because, like, uh, I think even in Legend of Zelda, they didn't have some of the iconic um aspects of zelda now that people talk about
0: oh yeah zelda 1 and zelda 2 don't have the master sword for instance that was exactly yeah into the past yeah and uh a little bit like that meme that i sent you earlier today of um like all, all of these franchises where people just don't play the first two entries oh yeah <laughs> uh, like like uh like final fantasy persona far cry fallout where like a lot of modern fans have just never touched the early stuff and so I, I do think that um, 4, 5, and 6 kind of give you a little bit more what modern Final Fantasy is about. And 1, 2, and 3 are kind of like, uh, <laughs> back in my day, we struggled and we had to go to the peninsula of power if we wanted to level up. That
1: kind yeah. of stuff. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. So uh, why don't you please uh, pull back the curtain and show us what you would pick as um, your recommendation for anyone's first Final Fantasy, JP.
1: So if it is your first Final Fantasy game, I recommend playing Final Fantasy V first.
0: Ooh, a very, 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 very good choice. And that would be my first pick as well. But uh, I've got a backup option. Oh, okay. Kevin, what is yours? Ooh, mine is Final Fantasy IV. I was split between the two of them because I love them both so very, very, very much.
1: That's funny because I was also uh, split between four and five. The reason I didn't choose four uh, is pretty much that last aspect I was talking about, which oh, I'm sorry, not the last, the
0: second to last, which is the gameplay. Um, the oh, You don't think having five characters in the introduction of the um, uh active time battle system are innovative gameplay enough for you <laughs>
1: no not when like the systems are still the exact same as well not the exact same but like they don't evolve much from one two and three
0: uh i mean if you play one In- two com- or three and then immediately grab four uh like three i found to be unplayable without atv yeah. um like it's so painful because you have no idea who's going to act. Uh, is your heal going to go off before the boss kills three of your party members? Like, Kira sucks in those games. Like, White Magic sucks in those games. It's really, really, really hard to play them, in my
1: opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what's very interesting about three in the earlier uh, entries in the series and why their gameplay uniqueness is not higher on the list is solely because they hadn't been fleshed out yet um i think final fantasy 4 is where they kind of hit their stride in terms of gameplay systems for an rpg
0: mm. so uh i'd like just to shine a light on because uh, a lot of people will be scratching their heads but neither of us are recommending final fantasy 6 and i uh i honestly uh am delighted that you picked five i kind of expected you to pick five because i know that you like it but mm-hmm. um what draws you more to four and five than six because six is everybody eats six up everybody talks about how six is like the, the best rpg of all time which i don't think is a status or reputation that it necessarily deserves it's very good i like it i, I oh actually i was musing on this while i'm playing mass effect 2 at the moment and mm-hmm. i think that people like Final Fantasy VI and Mass Effect 2 for exactly the same reasons, and that's because you have extended loyalty missions for every character in the game. And I think yeah. that's it. I think that people just they 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 love the character-specific moments of six, which I think are good, but I just I feel like there's so much more meat on the bone of like pure gameplay and fun to be had in five specifically. I well, think five is just delightful.
1: Yeah and and that goes to the question of the episode which is what do you start with? I would not start with 6. I would play a couple of these and then like round off my experience of the 2D Final Fantasy games with with 6. Because like 5 the way it introduces all the characters and the story of Final Fantasy like as a whole to where um like you're just you're in a fantasy world and you're doing fantasy fighting things, and then you also have the ability to try and like mold your characters into different jobs. Uh, that's like very reminiscent of the old like D and D systems. Even I wouldn't say more so than like Final Fantasy One, because Final Fantasy One is basically you can just pick um, what class you are from the get go, and that's like the thing you stick with. Uh, mm-hmm. The difference in Five is you're constantly getting new classes and changing things up as you go, like classing into different ideas and then mixing those old ideas into your new playstyle. style. Um, I think that is so interesting in terms of uh, a system that it's where you should start because you get to see one everything that Final Fantasy invokes in terms of classes. Like I I don't know very many classes that exist in any of the other games that are wildly different from what you can find in Five.
0: Oh, if I could piggyback off of that, that is uh, going back to what I was talking about, like chocobos, black mages, white mages, moogles. Final Fantasy V does an an absolutely phenomenal job of giving you all of the vocabulary that you need to understand what all of the classes do. Dragoons use spears and they jump. Berserkers can't control themselves and use giant axes. Time mages have haste and doom and meteor and uh, red mages have double cast. Summoners can spend more MP to do more damage. Like you get all of the gist of everything because all of the classes are such a great sample of everything else that the series does. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's why. So like,
1: that's where I would start. I think six is phenomenal, um, but that's just not where I would start. Mm hmm. Because I think it it deviates way too much from what the original Final Fantasies were trying to say. Like, it's supposed to be an RPG, a very classic-styled one. And uh, if you're going to give yourself to the series and, like, finally see it for the first time, you want those organic aspects of an RPG that have been established for a very long time present in your game.
0: Okay, so you think that uh, something a little bit more bare-bones, a little bit more um, fundamental is uh, where to start? Yep. Oh, so let's set the scene for Final Fantasy V a little bit, because I really like the story of the game. You're um, a group of heroes who are sailing around and flying around the world trying to find these four magic crystals sort of balance all of the world's elements. So there's a wind crystal, a water crystal, a fire crystal, and an earth crystal. And those are kind of, they are weakening over time. So you have to try to get there and save them in time. But um, uh, part through the game, all of the crystals are destroyed and you get new classes and jobs and abilities through the shards of the crystals. And that's kind of what powers you up. So even though the world is crumbling, the Crystals are giving you the powers that they had so that you can protect the world in their stead. And I, I, I like that theme. I like that, um, like the world is passing its powers to you, saying like, here, uh, defend in my place. I like the Crystals kind of being characters almost. Yeah, and they do a really good job
1: of making the Crystals uh, feel alive and part of the plot always. Like, if I remember correctly... And I don't want to spoil the story too much of the game... Because this is obviously a recommendation to play it. But, uh, like, at every part of the game... Even when you feel like the crystals don't have any... uh, Like, place in the story anymore... They find some way of um, rounding out the plot again... To where you actually need to focus on them.
0: Uh, Like, you have a boat with sails... And then the wind crystal is destroyed, and now there's no more wind, so you cannot sail your boat. So yeah. you need to find a new solution if you want to travel by water. And that's uh, I, I like story informing gameplay and a gameplay informing story, and like it's just a really good marriage of those two things. Man, Final Fantasy Five is so good. Yeah, but so uh, you you can now defend Final Fantasy Four for me. Final Fantasy IV, I think, is such a fine-tuned experience from top to bottom. The It's the first Final Fantasy game where they kind of took a little bit of control away from the player in regard to what characters you use. So the main character of the game is a paladin, or a dark knight to start. And he has dark knight abilities like... Um, I think he's got like a drain sword technique. Like, it, like He damages himself to damage all of your enemies at once. And he's conflicted. He doesn't really like that he's chosen to be a Dark Knight. And uh, you have a Dragoon on your team. You get this little summoner girl. You get um, the, the main character's white mage girlfriend. You get her dad that's like this big, beefy engineer. Oh, you get a, a, a Sid in Final Fantasy IV as an engineer with a big old like all of his weapons are wrenches. He beats up demons and dragons with ranches and that's just awesome but because they take away your ability to choose your own classes because they take away your ability to um like change jobs they hyper focus on what all of the jobs can do and they've got a rough idea of what level you're going to be around certain bosses so all of the bosses have been carefully crafted around the parties that they give you at specific moments in the story and they do such a good job purposefully crafting puzzles for you to solve in combat while you're fighting while you're figuring it out and the first time that you play through Final Fantasy four you really feel like you're on the back foot when you approach a really big boss and like um, there's a boss fight that explains how the back attack mechanic works and a really big powerful enemy catches you off guard and you are in the uh, vulnerable position of the combat and the boss if when you when you are unprepared and you don't know that it's happening he kicks you around like a can the first time and i just i really like what they do with um storytelling in combat and puzzle solving and stuff it's just neat
1: yeah it's that is why it was second for me is that immersion um like it there's so many points in final fantasy 4 where, like, the game just takes all control away from you and shows you a story. Like, shows you, with the technology they have, what, like, they want to represent in terms of fantasy and how they're telling the story and how they're using those tropes effectively. And it works. It's always worked, and it's, you know, why it's a classic.
0: Mm, Yeah, there there are a few times where... um... Characters that you are not controlling enter the battle scene environment and are fighting each other without your control while delivering exposition. And they're often cathartic moments where, like, I I can't even talk about them without giving spoilers. But, like, there's really cool moments where you are in a battle scene and in the 21st century that would be a boring cutscene. But Mm -hmm. in 1992, I think is when Final Fantasy IV came out, um, it was... Really cool and interesting that they set conversations in in battle. Oh, something else that I really love about both Final Fantasy IV and V is how much freedom you have to explore the world and all of the airships that you get and, like, the black chocobo that can fly from forest to forest and all of the little puzzles that they put in World where if you follow through, if you explore, if you reach out, you get really good equipment. You get really good abilities. yeah. In Final Fantasy V, you recruit Shiva, the summon, by running around through the back doors of a castle and like walking up a waterway into a waterfall. And you find uh, the Shiva summon crystal, and it's just like, oh, huh, it's cool that you found me. (laughs) And if you get more of the summons, they all like talk to each other when you're in battles against them to recruit them, and the summons are like, oh, Shiva, what are you doing here? Oh, cool, I guess I'll join you. And I like that. But like the, the, the way that the secrets inform things, the way that um, uh, the thief class in Final Fantasy V can see hidden passageways. I just yeah, did. the little the, the subtle aspects of e-
1: of playing different classes adds to the experience, which I think is really cool.
0: the best part about Final Fantasy V are the freelancer and mime classes because yes if you so you get all of these different jobs from the crystals. And say that you master the knight class, it permanently increases the base strength stat for the freelancer job. Because the freelancer, uh, instead of being a specific class, you can select multiple aspects of other jobs to attach to it, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So it's kind of like a blank slate class where you can equip any armor, you can equip any weapon. And all of the upgrades from all of the jobs that you've gotten throughout the game also apply to the freelancer. And it's such a neat concept. It's such a cool execution of jobs.
1: They, they did they did gameplay right. Um, so let's talk about why we didn't choose the other ones. It's like one, two, and three, and potentially six.
0: Okay. Um, why don't you start us off? You you pick one of... I mean, I think we've talked about 6 a little bit. We both like it. We both think it's a good game. But,
1: but. not definitely not one to start on. And why you wouldn't no. start at number 1 or 2. Um, hmm. So, number 1 for me, or Final Fantasy 1, and 2, actually, in, in some respect, they're just... They feel like prototypes of what you would get in 4, 5, and 6. Right? Like, they... They do everything well, but they don't do a lot of things, um, or at least as much as you would find in the more polished versions in 4, 5, and 6. The story for 2 is really interesting, but it is so reliant on classic RPG tropes like grinding for combat, or I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. like grinding for levels using combat and then going through the loop of going into a dungeon and killing a boss, and the the cool thing about two, and I believe one as well, is how open-world they are, but that's also a hindrance, because if you don't know what you're doing, you can get locked in dungeons. Uh, my first playthrough of Final Fantasy II, I went way too far out of my level comfort zone, and I got stuck on a boss and had to basically restart, because I had no way of um, leaving the dungeon. And it's just, like, mm. I... I'm not mad about that to this day, I just would prefer something else now, because I know that there are versions of that game out there that are just more polished, and have just more meat on their bones.
0: Yeah, I I played Final Fantasy 1 on Game Boy Advance, oh, the, the uh, Game Boy Advance had a Final Fantasy 1 and 2 double pack.
1: So. I too did that, yeah.
0: So Final Fantasy One, it just it there's not really much there. It's interesting. It's it's a it's a period piece. Excuse me. It's a time capsule, and it captures that like a bunch of guys in Japan had a D and D monster manual, and they said, "What if we make a game on the NES?" And that's basically it. Like they they just they they made a barebones D and D campaign. Uh, one the stuff that I love about Final Fantasy One is um the like hyper technology world that you get transported in the last like in the 11th hour of the game the final dungeon is like hyper technology super space land and um i just i think I, I think it's really cool when uh sort of lord of the rings-esque fantasy characters arrive in like a spaceship and they're like what the heck is this and i like that but there are no characters in the game there's no dialogue. There's interiority to anything that you're doing it's just like the elf king tells you to go get the magic crown back and then you return the magic crown and it's just like what do i do next figure it out don't know one one and two are casually very
1: short games too
0: Mm. oh but two two is a mess two uh the optimal way to play final fantasy two is to attack your own characters to increase your health defense and stamina stats genuinely it's the best strategy in the game it levels you up faster than fighting monsters does, is fighting yourselves. Uh, and that game is ridiculous. I like 2 for what it is, but it is not good and it is not fun. I only and... recently beat it for really? the first time. Yeah, oh, I, wow, I, okay. uh, I, I played the PS Vita uh, Dawn of Souls. Like, or not Dawn of Souls, Final Fantasy Origins. Oh, what a mess final fantasy 2 is such a mess oh for for everything that makes final fantasy such a fun game final fantasy 2 is a messy game and 3 is awful have you played much of 3
1: i've played enough 3 i think i played it on ds to know that like i don't even need to own a copy of it i probably will not ever play it or pick it back up again
0: it's awful there's nothing fun about it i hate the 3d stuff uh, I might poke around at it if if I buy the um, the Pixel Bundle master, remastered set. I might poke around at it again, but it's just such a miserable experience. Yeah, it's one of uh, those you get where punished for like to... changing jobs.
1: You do, and, and well, I mean they've messed with that a little bit more as the years have gone by. There have been positive outcomes to having a reason to not want to just always change jobs. Um, mm. But it's a very fine line, and it's a hard concept to uh, execute very well.
0: Yeah, I I think that there were ways to reward staying one class that are more interesting than ways of punishing you for changing to a different class. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh,
0: also, I want to shout out the most important reason to play Final Fantasy V first is it because it introduced blue magic to the universe. And, um, it's just, I think, I genuinely think Final Fantasy V is the best iteration of Blue Magic in all of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I learned about it. And that's where I used it for the first time. mm, Do you remember when I demonstrated to you for the first time why, uh, Blue Magic was the best class in the whole game? Yes, indeed. Uh, for the audience, uh, there's a dungeon where if you have a Blue Mage, you can get a song... Or an ability called uh Frog Song, and you can use it on bosses and turn the bosses into frogs, and then you just beat the heck out of them because they can't stand up against you because like you're a person and they're a frog. <laughs> just beat Indeed. the tar out of them. Oh, uh, what a game. So what's ne- what's next on the agenda? Um I don't really know if there's much else on the agenda. I think that we've kind of we've we've talked about the this the uh, the 2D Final Fantasies. It was just a quick little romp. Um, that's all that I really intended.
1: Yeah, we could talk. Uh, let's let's do a real quick on the like sound and graphics. How about that?
0: Cool. Uh, I think that Final Fantasy IV, uh, the Super Nintendo and PS One version is just ugly as sin. <laughs> it looks like an NES game. But yeah. the P the PSP version Final Fantasy IV Complete Edition looks so good. It looks so clean. It's like somebody realized to the pixel what final fantasy four was supposed to look like. And I think that um, without having seen the new pixel remastered that are coming out uh, final fantasy four on PSP is absolutely the best way to play it. It's so good. You can get it off the PlayStation store, play it on your beta, play it on your PSP. Had a great time. Oh, and the remastered soundtracks are all absolutely fantastic. Having like big band renditions of all of that music is really, really, really great. I, I love the PSP remake of that. So uh, uh tell us about uh, Final Fantasy
1: V. Uh Final Fantasy V's in the same vein. Like I would I I mean, like graphically they're all kind of pixel games. Um like they don't change too much, except for like one, two, and three have a different kind of pixel style that isn't as detailed. Uh you kind of get there, but you really don't. Um
0: yeah well i mean uh when when you compare like the game boy quality ones like game boy final fantasy one and two game boy advance one and two to like game boy advance four five and six i think that they the way that they interpreted the nes graphics for one and two i think is uh as good as the upgrade from uh four to the psp version if that makes sense right
1: and i stand by that and um the reason I wanted to talk a little bit about sound is like where you can find the unique sounds of Final Fantasy cuz like that is part of the experience that you want you want to hear everything that's representative of um the canon if you're going to jump into the series for the first time uh, 1 and 2 have the most or the mo- the greatest number of soundtracks that you would probably uh, find people knowing about but in terms of quality four and five oh and six
0: six has a really good soundtrack
1: six has an amazing soundtrack but i still would go with uh five over four
0: um but Ooh, like just
1: that's the, a that's a hot
0: take that's a hot take yeah
1: it just feels like the direction and the design of it is better not like the quality of the music is better just the way it's used
0: Okay, I mean battle at Battle at the Big Bridge is hard to beat. Yeah. But very much the so. Final Fantasy IV boss themes. Oh man. I could listen to those on loop.
1: Yo, very true. Very, very true.
0: Yeah, that's everything
1: I've got for this. I mean we can go back to our final recommendation and just sign off, I suppose.
0: I think that both of us would wholeheartedly recommend Final Fantasy V as the place to start uh it's just an incredible game start to finish there's so many interesting things to do there's so much fun to be had and uh, I love Final Fantasy 4 as well I think that it, it, without this new package coming out I'd say Final Fantasy IV PSP is I think a little bit more engaging than Final Fantasy 5 Game Boy Advance. so I would go for that because I just love Final Fantasy 4.
1: Nice I like that take um and then, yeah, I would I would stick with five. Uh, these Pixel remasters should be out by the time... I mean, like, one through three came out yesterday, and maybe four through six as well. But either way, by the time you are listening to this, you can pick up any of the copies of these. And they've been wi- widely available for years. So there's no reason not to pick these up if you haven't.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like you just these games are everywhere. They've already been on Android and iOS. Um, they're, they've they already been on Steam. Uh, all of these are available on the PlayStation Store. It's just a matter of time until uh, Nintendo and Square stick this on the Nintendo Switch.
1: But Very true. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: and like the Switch would be better for it. Put more games on the Switch.
1: Agreed. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I played these all for the first time on a handheld
0: console. Hmm uh these these games i think are best suited to a handheld console so buy the steam switch thing the handheld steam console. oh the steam deck
1: yeah spend yeah, four hundred dollars but... unnecessarily to play final fantasy 4
0: <laughs> yeah have a great time and five man like i think it's like 50 bucks for the whole set it's not a bad deal
1: yeah it really isn't um but yeah that's our recommendations
0: yeah, and, like, I honestly think 4, 5, and 6 are all incredible games, and you will have a fantastic time, but uh, 4 and 5, just, uh, I think, a little bit of a better entry, a little bit more streamlined, a little bit more um, engaging to a new player. Yes, indeed. Cool. Well, uh, we are the Backlog Treasure Hunters. Find us all over the internet. Uh, if you type in Backlog Treasure Hunters, you'll find our Facebook, our Twitter. Uh, email us at back- BacklogTreasureHunters at gmail.com. Send us a message about uh, what Final Fantasy game you like the best. Or what you started with. Yeah. Reach out to us. Tweet at us. Have a good time. Yep. Yep. Um, cool. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we hope that you had as much fun listening as we did recording.